Welcome. You're listening to Janesville Mobilizing for Changes Together for Change podcast, your source for local substance abuse prevention matters in Janesville and Rock County. Here's your host, Aaron Davis. Good afternoon and thank you for joining us. This is Aaron Davis, your host for Together for Change. I would like to welcome Aaron Howell, a prevention specialist for Vivend Health. Aaron focuses on prevention and harm reduction. Thank you for joining us, Aaron. Thank you. So today I'd like to discuss with you the impact that COVID has had on your agency and your clients and how Vivend has adapted to meet the needs of the people that you serve. So can you start by telling us about Vivend, the services you offer, and the great need for those services? Sure. Um, so I do focus quite a bit on harm reduction services, um, which includes, but really isn't limited to, um, free and confidential or anonymous testing for hepatitis, um, hepatitis B, sorry, HIV and syphilis. Um, and then if there is a reactive test, we also work um, to link people to care. Um, additionally, we do PrEP, uh, condoms, and then lubricant. And then we also have a LifePoint. Um, it's the needle exchange program. So all of those services are confidential. Um, basically, it offers clean supplies and education at no charge. Um, so we do our best to, to get as many used needles off the street and also provide sharp containers for people, um, provide free Narcan and training. All right. So I have a question. Um, when you talk about harm reduction, uh, first of all, could you explain to our listeners what harm reduction is and what you are trying to reduce the harm of? Sure. So basically, harm reduction is meeting people where they're at. So um, knowing that people are going to choose to um, do certain behaviors, whether or not, um, you know, they're legal or illegal, and basically helping to make sure that um, with the case of just an example of like intravenous drug use, um, in that case, basically accepting that that is something that people will choose to do and then offering them clean needles, um, clean supplies, and then the testing as well, which then prevents the spread of diseases. So... Really what you're trying to do is make sure that everyone is as healthy as they can be in the environment that they're in. Exactly. Exactly. That sounds wonderful. Um, So is it, is this something that you see a lot of? Do you come in contact with a lot of people then that need these services? We do. Um, So just an example, I pulled just some data from last year specific to the Boyd office, which is the one that I work currently out of. Um, we had served 2,287 people. Um, so part of our harm reduction also helps to build relationships with people and then um, facilitate referrals into treatment. So of those 2,287 people that we served, um, we had 113 referrals into treatment, which is pretty significant. And that's another big piece of the harm reduction. Yeah, because once you can meet them where they're at, like you said, then you can hopefully get them into that place where it feels safe for them to get help. Exactly, exactly. So how has COVID interrupted this work that you're doing? Is there anything that you're doing differently or can't do at all? So finally, we're getting back to what is the new normal. Um, Initially, COVID had us working primarily from home, which was very challenging. Um, Now we're finally in the office. So currently our our office hours are Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays from 8 to 4, and then we're also mobile on Fridays. To accommodate our clients during the COVID, we started offering oral HIV testing. Um, but now we are back, because we're back in the office, I can still do testing in the office as well. So when you say that you're mobile, what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, so we have a van that we drive. Um, it is 
an unmarked van. It's basically like a soccer mom van. Um, and it is full of supplies. So we can do um, drop-offs for people if they need certain items um, and they're not able to come to the office and get them. Um, we do pick up shelf containers for people, um, which is a huge piece of what we do. Um, we also do the testing as well. So if there's certain people that, again, are not mobile and they're not able to come to the office, we can do testing in that van um, and, you know, making sure that we bring all the services to them. So it sounds like you're completely... Um, at the level of services that you were at prior to COVID starting? For the most part, yes. Um, actually, in two weeks, we will be back in the office five days a week, which will be wonderful. So then we will be completely full-time and back to where we need to be. That is wonderful because you hear a lot right now about overdoses and how they're uh-huh. spiking because everyone is separate. One thing that I've noticed with regard to LifePoint, um, we've been hearing quite a bit about the risk of people um, sharing supplies, and so then the spread of disease or, you know, specifically hepatitis C um, and not being able to test at that time was very challenging. Um, so we're trying to get everybody in and, you know, getting people tested and making sure that they are aware of their status. Um, and you had a mention, too, with the overdoses. According to the DHS website, um, we're predict- we're, they're predicting um, basically the, the overdose increase of like 117% with COVID right now because our numbers have jumped so significantly because of not having services available and then also knowing that the drug supply also was affected with the COVID-19. So when you say that the drug supply was affected with COVID-19, what does that look like? Um, It's pretty scary, um, honestly. So there's a lot of people who are using things that they normally wouldn't just because that's the only thing that's available to them. Um, Also, there's people who are... I don't know how to, I guess the best way to say it would be like new to the market. So they're selling things that, um, they're selling things that are not, maybe they're misleading people as what they are. Um, a lot of the supplies are caught with other things. So we're seeing quite a bit of fentanyl in supplies right now. Um, one thing that we do offer as a part of the, the Life Point program is fentanyl testing kits. So that offers people the option to um, test their supply and see if it has fentanyl in it prior to them so are there any specific needs or services that have been identified as being greater or more prominent right now that COVID has disrupted pretty much everything? I would say definitely um, doing a lot more Narcan training for people and getting Narcan in, in more people's hands. Um, that's definitely a huge um, need that we've seen. And then the testing piece, I mean, just making sure that everyone is able to be tested and know their status and then um, get into treatment as soon as possible if they do have a reactive test. Okay. So we're going to take a really quick break. We're going to learn about adverse childhood experiences and trauma, and then we'll be back, okay? Thank you. Imagine a bear is chasing you through the woods. Your heart is pounding. Your mind is racing. You feel anything but safe. This kind of stress event ends quickly, but when children don't feel safe in their homes, schools, or neighborhoods, the ongoing stress can change their brains. Protect children from toxic stress by helping them feel safe and secure, model healthy coping skills, and reduce their exposure to serious stress. Learn more about toxic stress at jm4c.org. That's jm4c.org. All right, well, welcome back. Just before our break, we were discussing how Vivant has adapted to fit the current situation. Now I'd like to talk about whether future adaptations are coming. I understand that the CARES Act has increased the availability of assistance to high-need populations. Has this affected your clients? 
Well, for the most part, most of our populations are, are that we're already serving are really high need populations. Um, we work really hard to ensure that everyone is treated, um, which includes our mobile services. Uh, Vivant Health actually has many locations all over the state of Wisconsin, and now we've got um, Denver, Colorado, St. Louis, Missouri, and then Austin, Texas. So with all of the different offices that we have in addition to the mobile, so we go all over the state of Wisconsin, um, whether it is really rural counties, um, to make sure that people are getting the treatment that they need. So for the most part, I don't think that will change much for us, um, just because that's been a huge focus already. All right. So uh, what do you see as likely future services and needs, like new needs, perhaps, um, knowing the current public health crisis? I think the possibility that we might see an increase in infections, um, definitely offering as much testing as we can to identify those infections and then getting people treated so it's not continuing to spread. Um, one huge piece of that that had changed as of last July um, so anyone that is positive for hepatitis C prior to July of 2019 had to um, have a, they had to be sober in order to be treated. Um, that's no longer an issue. So that's a huge thing, just educating people of that in addition to getting them tested. So why did they need to be sober in order for to be, in order to be treated? Um, so it has a lot to do with, so the hepatitis C is a liver disease. And so part of um, the issues with that was that they wanted people to um, to be sober so they weren't adding anything to their livers that was affecting um, their treatment. It was really more of an insurance variable. So the insurance companies were the ones that were saying that people had to be treated. It wasn't anything unique to the medication that they were being given. It was just um, more of just, a, an, unfortunately, another barrier for people that needed to, to get, you know, the help that they needed. And then I hopefully um, get clean and sober eventually, but, you know, they can't do it all at once. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it sounds like that barrier has been removed for them. That seems like a huge win. Yeah, yeah, it's huge, but it's still a big education piece. There's a lot of people that, you know, I see on a daily basis that had no idea, and we're well over a year that that's changed. So it's really a, a major, you know, thing of just making sure that people are aware of how things have changed and, you know, the different things that are available to them. Okay. So if somebody found themselves to be in need of Vivant services, what are the steps that they need to take? What makes them eligible? And then where can they go to get assistance from you? Okay. Well, so Vivant Health, we strive to make a very non-judgmental, easy access location. Um, so there really is no eligibility requirements for the LifePoint services or any of the testing. Um, we basically, so we gather basic demographic data from the participants. Um, people can remain anonymous if they choose. Um, so anyone can call me, uh, my cell phone is 608-774-6202. Otherwise, you're welcome to stop into the office. We are at 136 West Grand Avenue in Beloit, and it is Suite 290. Um, so specific to the services that we offer for clients with HIV, we do have that other piece of it. Um, the only requirement for those services is that people are HIV positive. So those okay. services actually include... Um, medication to make their HIV undetectable. Um, also, when an infection is undetectable, it's unable to be transmitted. So that's, you know, the ideal situation is to make sure that people who have HIV know that they have it and then are treated for it. Um, the other services for the clients who have HIV, it includes um, case management, dental, medical, mental health services, pharmacy, legal, and then housing as well. 
Um, and again, if anybody has questions about those, they can contact us at 608-774-6202. That's a lot of services. And it's really heartening to hear yeah. that there are so many services available. Um, one more quick thing that I would like to touch on um, is who is sure. eligible to get Narcan since there is everyone. an increase? Everyone. Um, so everyone is eligible. Um, it is free. The state of Wisconsin has a blanket prescription for that, so you do not need to have a prescription for you know to carry the Narcan. Um, we do train people in the office. I also do virtual training. Um, I'm hoping soon we will be able to start doing trainings where I can actually come out to people as well. Um, but anyone that needs Narcan is welcome to go to any of our offices. Um, if you stop into Beloit, I just ask for basic information. Um, so like your zip code, um, name, and people give me an, an anonymous, you know, they make up names. Sometimes people are Ronald McDonald, and that's perfectly <laughs> fine. We just want to make sure that people have access to those services. Excellent. And finally, what would you like listeners to take away? I think the biggest piece is that addiction can affect anyone. Um, you know, at Vivant Health, we're not here to pass judgment of any kind. We really are here to meet people where they're at and just make sure that, you know, people are taken care of and taken care of well. All right. Well, thank you very much, Erin. We appreciate you joining us today for Together for Change. Please stay tuned for our next episode and have a great day.